Hey queen, welcome to this week's episode of the Good Woman's Devotional, a devotional podcast for inspiring faith, activating hope, and delivering practical tools for a fulfilling life. Join Zoe as she unpacks empowering stories, unwraps the wisdom in the scriptures, and takes you along for a journey that's all about transformation and intimacy with the Lord. Brace yourself for some godly inspiration and a whole lot of growth as you get ready to be the light of your world and the salt of your earth. Hey queen, how are you doing today and a happy new week to you. I hope you had a great and restful weekend that you managed to get some time for yourself to rest and to nourish your spirit and prepare yourself for this new week. So in today's episode, we will be talking about the subject, the double-minded man. And I am excited to share on this topic because it is so powerful and it means so much to me. And I know that it will bless your life especially when it comes to the area of prayer. So I moved to my current city on my birthday, all alone, I knew no one. And one of the first things I had in my heart as I moved here was, God, I want to get closer to you. I do not want to live here by myself, by my own way. I want to lean in deeper into you. And the second thing I asked for was a tribe a friend or a group of friends who were on the same wavelength as me who know God and love God and are mature enough to handle adult relationships and you know people's who people whose values aligned with mine so that first week I found a church and on the first day of church I met a lady the the Holy Ghost said ask her to be your friend I hesitated a little but I did and it was the best decision I ever made for myself in this place. It escalated quickly into having Sunday lunch and talking about the goodness of God in ways that just made me want to be with God the whole time. She shared with me a testimony that completely shifted my heart set in relation to God and led me to a place where I chose to trust God some more. The great thing about this was my new friend introduced me to her friends and being in their company just inspired me to lean into God a whole lot more. Did God just, uh, yes, he just killed two birds with one stone. He got me hooked onto him and with the tribe I had prayed for. That's the thing about God. Ask and it will be given. In James chapter 1, verse 6 to 8, he says, But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. What do you want? A simple question I often ask in counseling and coaching and yet very difficult for many to answer. 
And for several years, many believers have blamed God for not answering their prayers when many by themselves struggle to ask. But maybe we take a pause and take a look at some scriptures. In the scripture in context, James was talking about anyone who lacked wisdom to ask in faith, nothing wavering. He gives the assurance of simply asking and simply receiving. Unfortunately, most of us seem to be in a place in our lives where we struggle with this. One of the things I hear people say uh, the most is, I want to get closer to God. I want to I want to improve on my spiritual life. I think that that's like the, the famous statement that people use. And yet we say it as though we do not think that God will want to get close to us, as though he does not desire us. Let me take a second to remind us that God is not a man. He says in the book of James, James chapter 4 verse 8, in the ASV to draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. God is already waiting for you. So saying that you want to improve your Christian life with making it he says in the book of James, James chapter 4, verse 8, to draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. It's it simply it simply shows how God is on the other side waiting for you and wanting you, desiring you just as much as you are desiring him. He is not a man. He is not He is not like, you know, some of the people in our lives that we are desiring and make us and they make us feel weak for desiring them or they make us feel like a fool for desiring them. That is not who God is. God is the one God is the one that made himself a fool for you before you ever thought that you wanted to be close to him you know and that's just to say that when you have that desire in your heart that i want to get closer to god have it in mind that god wants to get close to you as well let's go on to talk about two reasons why we don't receive when we pray first of all we're not exactly succinct about what it is that we want Oftentimes, we ask as though our desires or requests may be too big for God. Sometimes we shrink our true request because we doubt he will be able to do that. Maybe it's too big. Let me ask for something more reasonable. And that's how we convince ourselves that our God is not big enough to deliver on that one request that we truly deeply have within ourselves. And so we ask for things that we don't even desire. We ask based on our perceived magnitude of the request and not based on a knowledge of the capacity of our God to deliver. Take a second and think about that just a little. The second thing is we wonder if he is willing to give us that which we request. We harbor in our minds many reasons why God should not give us what it is that we request. And then when we fail to receive it, we confirm our own doubts and say in our hearts, God didn't want that for me. We have an opinion of a God that does not want good things for his children however in the scriptures it says that every good and perfect gift comes from the father above now to be double-minded suggests 
to be inconsistent, to be unsettled, to lack solid convictions about a thing. Imagine one person having two addresses and ordering one thing. Question is, where should the mailman deliver the order to? Many of us have made prayers in one place and immediately moved somewhere else in our convictions and hence lost the package requested. Why do we go to school to get an education? Why do we go to work to earn an income? Why do we pray to get answers from God? Because who else would we rather ask? And under that circumstance, we do not hope that he will answer. We know that he will answer. Now, two things that I believe lead to a double mind is number one, not having enough knowledge. In any situation where we have doubts, it's because we don't have enough information to keep us convinced. We don't know enough to convince us of what is true. In order to ease double-mindedness when it comes to prayer, we must seek to know God. And what a way to get started on that than to read the words of the one we're trying to know. So just a little story. Before I settled down, whenever I date someone, I talked about myself a lot, which meant that I listened less, which then led to not truly knowing the person enough to make a good decision and so I always ended up discovering things later and then realizing I should never have been here in the first place. In my last relationship with ended in marriage, I asked all the questions. I listened. I knew what I was getting into and so I was super certain. Get into the scriptures not with the intent of doing your quiet time or settling with your conscience that you read the word. Spend time in prayer, not with the intention of talking or getting anything from God, but just getting to know him some more. Once you know him enough, naturally you will say like the three Hebrew boys that we know our God will deliver. Or like Abraham, that the Lord will provide the lamb for the offering. The confidence of knowing God just brings tears to my eyes because God is who he says he is. He does not disappoint. Though it tarries, wait for it, for it will surely come to pass. I feel like there is someone listening and you have developed a double mind because it feels as though God is not showing up where you want him to. I want to encourage you to go back to the place of knowing God because that is the only way to resolve your double mind, to know God. The second thing that I feel is able to ease a double mind, the second thing that I believe can ease a double mind is trusting God. Now, this is a tricky one because trusting God is not an automatic function. And so don't simply assume that you do. Knowing God naturally produces trust, but sometimes, sometimes the evidence might be contrary to what we know of God. Sometimes the the situations that we might be going through 
might be contrary to our knowledge of who God is. And in those circumstances, we must choose to trust him and be able to say, like the three Hebrew boys, once again, that we know our God will deliver, but even if he doesn't, we will still not bow. It is growing into the place that says that if he does not provide the lamb for the offering, I will obey. I will freely give up my Isaac. Having that heart posture makes our shots in prayer so clear and so direct and there is nothing you will not take a hold of if you come to God this way. In the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 to 8, he says, Ask and keep on asking and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who keeps on asking receives and he who keeps on seeking finds and to him who keeps on knocking it will be opened here he talks about persistence in prayer to remain constant in your prayer to keep asking and the reward you will receive in the book of john chapter 16 verse 24 jesus said until now you have not asked the father for anything in my name but now ask and keep on asking and you will receive so that your joy may be full and complete and this he said because he was leaving and wanted to show us where to get what we needed in his absence with the father to ask anything of the father and that we would receive in the book of philippians chapter 4 verse 6 to 7 it says be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be known unto god and the peace of god which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through christ jesus and this peace is our assurance it is what eases our double mind it is what gives us a conviction of what god can do of what god will do and that the prayers that we have put forth will be answered it is that peace and that assurance that we have in his word that we have already received that which we have asked for the answer to your prayer is in knowing God and trusting him enough to be able to make up your mind about what it is that you want and asking freely knowing well that you have already received I pray for you in the name of Jesus that whatever it is that you desire, whatever it is that you are praying for, that the faithfulness of God will show up in your life to bring that thing to pass. If you are praying and trusting God that something that you have been looking forward to will come to pass in your life, I pray that he will bring that thing to manifestation in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that 
that which you are trusting God for will come to pass with speed. It will not delay. And I pray for you that you will have the heart to desire to know God, the heart to desire to know who your trust is in, to desire to know who your God is, and to be able to say like the three Hebrew boys that we know our God will deliver, to have the confidence, to have the unshaking assurance to say in your heart that I know that my God will deliver in the name of Jesus. It is my prayer for you. It is my prayer for us that if we go through the waters, if we go through the fire, if we go through the the valleys, we will not lose faith. We will not forget who our God is. We will remember who our God is. The one that parted the Red Sea, the one that delivered the children of Israel out of bondage. He is the God we pray to. He is the one we're asking and he wants to give things to us. He said in his word that how even us mere men know how to give good gifts to our sons, how much more our father in heaven, how much more our father in heaven. I pray for you that that which you have desired will not elude you, that that which you have prayed for will not be withheld from you, that you will receive everything that you have trusted God for, that he will prove himself in your life as a faithful God and he will ease your double mind, that he will ease your troubled mind. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray for you that you increase in the knowledge of God and that you have a solid conviction and assurance from within that he is the one that watches over his word to perform it. You are blessed. You are favored. This week is blessed for you. This week is going to be fruitful for you. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We hope you have enjoyed today's episode of the podcast. Send us a voice note with your feedback in our DMs on Instagram at lemmebeawoman. We'd love to hear from you. Until then, keep lighting up your world and being the salt of your earth. Love, Zoe.